Here's a look at First News. Fair, accurate, you get the damn truth. Democrats are pushing $3.5 trillion for their big safety social net, along with the stimulus package for infrastructure. The near-party-line vote came during an unusual meeting Saturday. The bill embodies President Joe Biden's domestic aspirations to equalize the social structures of America. Democrat leaders are still hunting behind the scenes, though, for some compromises to resolve internal divisions over the legislation. Moderate Democrat Scott Peters voted against the measure Saturday, illustrating the challenges. Although she may have some allies in the Senate, people like Mitt Romney and Murkowski, all saying they might support this huge spending bill. We'll see what happens. President Joe Biden's national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, is traveling to Saudi Arabia. He's going to meet with the crown prince over there, Mohammed bin Salman. The U.S. is trying to press the kingdom to move towards a ceasefire in their year-long war with rebels in Yemen. According to two senior administration officials, Sullivan will travel there today. It's the highest-ranking Biden administration official to travel to Saudi Arabia. In the meantime, no word on the Americans we have left back in Afghanistan. A terrorist hung somebody from a crane over the weekend outside of Kabul. No word on any progress yet on those poor people. Damage assessment teams went out Saturday to determine how many buildings had burned in a big forest fire that displaced thousands of residents in Northern California. Firefighters working in this terrain hope calmer weather over the next few days will help them as they battle the Fawn Fire that is north of the city of Redding, California. Officials said initial assessments found at least 100 homes and other structures have been burned. There was a strong earthquake struck the Greek island of Crete. One person was killed, nine hurt, homes and churches damaged, rock slides occurred near the country's fourth largest city. The quake had a magnitude of 5.8, sent people fleeing into the streets. Schools were also evacuated. Spanish Island Volcano that's buried more than 500 buildings and displaced 6,000 people since last week lessened its activity over the weekend. Scientists warning, though, it's too early to declare that the eruption phase is finished. A plume of ash emerging from the main vent stopped in the early hours of this morning, but a column of ash and volcanic material returned. Then two hours later, they're advising residents still to remain indoors, avoid the toxic gases. No fatalities have been reported since its major eruption on September the 19th. And Hurricane Sam, a Category 4, it's over the Atlantic Ocean. Forecasters said that it had peaked in its intensity. Sam was centered 800 miles east-southeast of the Leeward Islands. Maximum winds dropped to 130 miles an hour. It'll change over the next day or two. No coastal watches or warnings, though, are in effect 
from Sam. Police in Norway have reported dozens of disturbances and violent clashes, including mass fights in their big cities after streets, bars, restaurants, and nightclubs were all filled with people celebrating the end of their COVID-19 restrictions. (laughs) The government abruptly announced Friday that most of the remaining coronavirus restrictions would be scrapped beginning Saturday and life in the nation of 5.3 million would return to normal. The prime minister said it took a lot of Norwegians by surprise, led to some chaotic scenes at the capital of Oslo and elsewhere on Saturday night into Sunday as people were celebrating. Billions and billions more in profits are at stake for vaccine makers in the United States as they move towards dispensing COVID-19 booster shots now to shore up protection. How much the manufacturers stand to gain depends on how broad of a rollout it is. The CDC has recommended boosters now for people 65 and older, nursing home residents, and 50 to 64 who have chronic health problems like diabetes. Those 18 and older with health problems can decide for themselves if they want a booster. Some top U.S. health officials expect boosters to become now more broadly available in the next couple weeks and months. Asian stock markets mixed today. Japan's Nikkei, little change, benchmarks in Australia, South Korea, and Hong Kong. They were actually up a little bit so far in the early morning. Wall Street ended last week mixed. The nation's business economist now expects slower economic growth this year because of the Delta variant. A survey from the National Association of Business found that after a full year of growth, we could see some moderating levels in the future. Thousands of British gas stations have run dry. Motorists scramble to fill up. Supply disruption. There you've got a shortage of truck drivers over in London, too. Long lines of vehicles formed at a lot of their gas stations over the weekend. The Petrol Retailers Association, which represents 5,500 stations there, said about two-thirds of their members are reporting they sold out of their fuel. No fuel. And our gas prices continue to go up and up and up. Average U.S. price went up a penny again last week. We're well over a dollar more than it was during the Trump administration. Nationwide, the highest average price for gas, San Francisco, they're averaging four forty-seven. Houston, still below $3. Diesel's up as well. You know, not only, not only did he raise the price for Americans on fuel, right. but, you know, petroleum is a world commodity. Right. And so, as the price of crude goes up in all the other countries around the world, their gas prices go up. And the reason they all went up is Joe Biden and took America out of the oil and energy business. And so not only has our gas prices gone up, but all countries. Thanks, Joe. Mm-hmm. They ought to send him a thank you note. Investigators still looking for the cause of that derailment of the Amtrak train that killed three by Joplin. Seven people remain hospitalized. The Empire Builder was westbound at 4 o'clock Saturday. 
Nearby residents rushed out to the scene to help the first responders. National Transportation Safety Board looking into the cause of the accident, which occurred near a switch on the tracks. As the Empire Builder runs between Chicago and Seattle. High housing costs and other circumstances have pushed people out of housing in Bozeman. A dozen people are living by the Bozeman Pond. Residents feel safe and local police as well as service agencies are checking on them. The residents also help each other with food and care. Bozeman police officer said many of the people living in the tents near the pond are working. They just can't afford the housing. In November, Bozeman will open up a warming house in order to provide people a place to sleep out of the cold. A wilderness therapeutic boarding school has closed after inspectors said uh, boys were sleeping outside in winter conditions without proper clothing as punishment. The 16-bed Wood Creek Academy near Thompson Falls shutting down. It's been the subject of a couple complaints with the state within the last year. They've investigated it, and now they will have to close their doors. And the Rolling Stones are touring again. Uh, this time, they, they don't have their, their drummer, but uh, the No Filter Tour down underway in St. Louis. Uh, clear from the outset just how much the band members and fans miss Charlie Watts, who died last month at 80. But uh, they were uh, they ain't grieve too long. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hi everybody! Great to be in St. Louis. I think ZZ Top missed two shows when, when is that the, what they did? Yeah. Hey man, show must go on. Show must go on. So they're they're they got their tour up and running again in uh, in St. Louis over the weekend. So. Courts maybe in their defense, maybe they know that all the guys in the band are getting so old. Maybe they already got guys standing by. You would think. Well, you have to. You, you have to have a fill-in guy. You know, because um, he was eighty. Mm-hmm. I mean, eighty. I hope to be done touring when I'm in my late seventies. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> in sports, the U.S. team reclaimed the Ryder Cup. I watched a lot of that coverage over the weekend. Uh, a lot of neat things. Justin Thomas and Daniel Berger. We're walking off the course after winning a match, and people said, hey, man, chug a beer. So they threw a couple of beers down, so both those guys shotgunned a beer down on the course. Uh, near the end yesterday, real emotional interview with Rory McIlroy and just how important he said it is to all these people. So it was neat to see that as the U.S. team was uh, was celebrating last night after it became official. They had all the golfers there. And Justin Thomas, who I really like, he wanted Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka to hug it out. Come on. And he started singing, why can't we be friends? So they gave each other a hug. Mm. One other moment from uh, from the tournament that I liked is when uh, uh, DeChambeau gets up on a par four and uh, he he can hit his driver over the par four. And his caddy tells him so. So he walks back over and he puts his driver in the bag and everybody starts booing. He goes, relax. I'm still going for the green. <laughs> uh from the Weather Center, 88 today, another hot one. Uh, got a little fire weather watch tomorrow when the winds come up. 81 Tuesday, then 65 on Wednesday. Just a little bit of a chance of showers Wednesday, and then uh, in the 70s the rest of the week. So doesn't look like any real uh, 
wet weather coming our way here this week. Didn't they set a record for points? Yes. First time anybody's ever scored 19. Yeah. I think every American won a match that was in there. Uh, I think so. And Dustin Johnson, 105. That's what's happening. Mark and Paul here together. Thanks for tuning into the Cat 102.9 on your FM dial.